We're going live. We're live. Oh my God, we're here. We're recording. That's amazing technology. Unfortunately, the only intro I have for this show that doesn't involve Nick Cage in this one, you know, is this one. That's it. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW or B Movie Battle. Whatever we're doing, I'm not here today. I don't know. B Movie Battle. The Blob versus the Blob. Yeah, you do all the talking today. That's all right. We're going to talk about the Blob versus the Blob. 58 versus 88. And yes. One of them is a clear winner, but we'll get into that <laughs> later. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Blob, the 58 version, has its charm. Oh, it's the clear winner. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. You totally reversed it on me. I don't know yeah. what to do. I don't know how to handle that. Just pull the rug. All right, so you asked me what was going on. So, had COVID last week. Uh, it led to an infection in my jaw. Oh, God. And it was like eating away at my jawbone and stuff. Jesus. So they'd go in there, and the only way to get to it was to yank out my teeth. Oh! So they go in there and do a bone graft and get it all, all the infection cleared out. They said it was like my throat was starting to swell up, and like my cheek oh my was like God. out to here. And it was like. You're not even a smoker. No, if it would have went to my like my throat. It would, oh my god, like my lungs or my stomach was next. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Yeah, so I got, I had to go into the, to get some so the, surgery. So the COVID blob tried to kill you. Yeah. And you beat it. And, this, do, 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 do. and I'm in there like, ah. So I ah! Little, can't open my yeah, mouth god. that much right now. Wow. It doesn't look that bad on the outside because they did it. See the missing tooth and stuff? So are they going to put those missing teeth back? Yeah, they have to wait for the bone graft to. Take. Are they, are they going to give you brand new teeth then? You'll have superhuman teeth? Yeah. I've never had a tooth pull before. I've only had one cavity before ever. Right, yeah. So it was like... That's probably why that was probably the best option because now your teeth are fine. If your teeth would have been bad, it might have been worse. Yeah. You could have been spreading your whole mouth. Yeah, but I've never gone through anything like this before. You may have been talking like this today. Oh, I am. This, my lip from right here to right here is completely numb. I feel none of it. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's been oh, days. Oh, John Merrick. I appreciate the theater. <laughs> you sound like you're doing Michael Caine. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Michael Caine as Elephant Man on Broadway. Yeah. 1973. So, it's before Charles Revenge. Oh, God. Before you got his seaplane. Before you got his house. His third house. Yeah. So the Blob. The Blob, the, 1958. The original Steve 58 McQueen. one. It won our B-Movie Battle 2. This is our first non-Nick Cage movie episode of this show, of B-Movie Battle, yeah. since Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And I wasn't part of that one. No, that was with Adam back on. Yes. We recorded it July 15th of 2020. I didn't release it until April 21st of 21. Oh, I just wow. sat on it. Holy shit. Yeah. So you had a ghost guest star on your show that day. No, he was alive still then. Well, back then, yeah. But it was, just, it was, it was like having a, the Norm MacDonald... Uh, uh, stand-up special on netflix after he's been dead for six months had he been dead already yes but adam was still yes. alive when i released it oh was he oh that's right he, yeah, oh, he didn't no, die till right. uh, good point t- july. Okay, that's right i'm thinking my years are all screwed up now because i keep thinking it's, i keep thinking it's still 2020 i feel like the years are all fucked because of covid it ruined everything i have no idea what's happening right now um that's fine i don't, think I don't know how people p- take pain pills and live on them because all I do is get sick to my stomach and either yeah. can't sleep or all I want to do is sleep. One of those two right. options. That's it. And I'm like, how you're, people just love this stuff. You're they, like a rock star. They ruin you're their like lives a, for this stuff. And I'm like, I'm fucking miserable on it. 
Oh, it's horrible. Well, that's why I think that's why they love it because it makes them feel like shit because they are shit and they've accepted it. They're just like, I'm fucking shit. I don't deserve the fame. I don't deserve the girls. I just want to die. I want to sleep all day. I like how in your head it's just rock stars. It's not like, it's not just like a tax accountant or anything, which is what normal people who get hooked on. Exactly. No, it's rock stars. Just rock stars. Glamorous Normal people die and just like they they die and it's like, oh, I have fentanyl overdose. Put them in the statistics. Yeah. But when a rock and roll star dies, that's news and sad. We're still going to chalk it up as a, as a COVID death though. Exactly. Well, that's how they, that's (laughs) how they pump those stats. Yeah. All right. Stats, rookie numbers. We got to pump those stats up. NyQuil and Cocaine debuted uh, August Woo! 15th of 2018. Wow. That was my last note there. Let's get into the movie, the original movie. We both noticed the exact same first thing because the intro song for the original fucking slams. It slaps. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. That song fucks. Burt Bacharach at his fucking prime. I kind of want to play part of it. I think you can. I think it's technically. Uh, public domain. I feel like it is. It's 58 long time ago. Got that. Ooh. I'm going to the Tiki Lounge. But watch out. The blob's coming. The blob. The blob. The blob. The blob. And that's like the first 10 minutes of the rabble ball. A splotch. A blotch. Be careful of the blob. Beware of the blob. It creeps. It creeps, it reaps, it kills innocent children in the sequel. Yeah. It'll come after your autistic brother. It'll <laughs> My zipper! <laughs> it kills character actors left and right. Gar- uh, what's his name? Garrett Demon? Garrett Demon. Jeffrey Demon. The Blob! Bump, ba bump. Candy Clark. The Blob! Bump, ba bump, bump. Victims of the Blob! So since I can't talk that much, I think all we'll do is compare the two. Not so much go through the plot yeah, in order. Go through each one. No, there's no point because uh, very similar. The first one is simple. It's just a sim- simplistic. It was made by a guy that originally wanted to make Christian movies for his church. He wanted to do the the series of John the Baptist film or the Apostle films. And we started with we'll make one big. They, they took the Ed Wood approach. They're gonna take all the money and put it in a monster movie, make the profits, and then take the profits and make their Apostle movies. That's what I kept thinking about when I was reading the IMDb trivia. Was just oh, this is fucking Ed Wood. I'm glad you this looked into that. What happened to Ed Wood? I did zero research. No, no, you know, it's fact, and I guess Steve McQueen originally his wife was was. Um, going to be casted in the movie though i think is that his wife is that his wife in the movie i can't remember i don't think so though but she was cast she was at the casting call sorry and then married the man's he, 17 years old in this he was he 17 could, going on 37 he could yes. not look more 17 in this movie we're, we're talking 1958 37 so 70 close to 52 he looks 42 years old yes he really and, is 28 here though is he 28? Oh, God. The man lives yes. fast. Ooh. Well, he died in 1980. Yeah. So he didn't. He was very young when he died. And the only reason I know that is because True Detective Season 3. Because <laughs> they make a point to say, 1980, that was the year Steve McQueen died. Everyone died in 1980. Pretty much. Rod Serling. Was that 80? Oh, man. Was that 85? No, it's 80. Is it 80? Hitchcock, did he die in 80? I feel like he was Orson Welles. Orson Welles. 84. Orson Welles was like 86. Oh, okay. 
I think he died in the eighty in mid eighties. Because yeah, because he did he did the the Transformers movie. And that was oh like yeah, he did. Yeah, that was his last credit. That that bought his last five steaks and five bottles of wine and ten cigars. Hitchcock was eighty. That was the one I was thinking of. Oh, Hitchcock was eighty. Yeah. Okay. I knew one of them. One of those two guys died in eighty. And I do know that for a fact that the lead actress, the ingenue in the Blob, went on to be the um, uh, the ongoing character that was Andy Taylor's love interest in the Andy Griffith oh. show. So that's who she is. Yeah. So everyone's masturbated to her. It. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Andy Griffith got that. Ooh. Aunt B, fuck you. This is the one. Hope you Aunt had B it is easy. when you're desperate. Aunt <laughs> B is like when you're real desperate and you're just like, oh, I'll, I'll. oh Andy, oh. Andy, my crotchless panties. <laughs> I'm gonna make you a pie, Andy. So my at one point my daughter walks into this movie when I was watching this and she goes, oh. she's sitting there watching him and she goes. Why aren't they going to their kids? And I was like, yeah, even she's not buying that he's a teenager. Good point, exactly. <laughs> Why are their children? Why are their where are their middle aged children? Yeah. <laughs> They're college graduated kids. Where are they at? Are they going to but withdraw love... from their four oh one K before they get back to the blob issue? Aren't they gonna be worried about the uh, Eisenhower uh, industrial war complex? Vietnam is approaching. Are they worried about that? Are they Not the quite, first run of AARP right? members? Okay. Are they, did they renew their AARP <laughs> membership? Oh, before they get back to high school, I'm sorry. Right. Even yes. she's sarcastic about it. This is a high schooler. Now, <laughs> yes. You know, honestly, though, you look back at the, the yearbooks of 1958, he is a high schooler. That's what they look like. Because high schoolers in 1958 worked at the local auto shop to pay for their future, but they just had to go to to go to high school to get a diploma just because they didn't want to look like a, a hobo. So, like, you know, they had their job situated by the time they were 17. I just want to show this quick shot here because you remember this scene. It is very, very awkward. Steve McQueen is, is like he's on drugs. And this looks like an Ed Wood shot. Oh, the whole movie is Ed Wood. Yeah. It's, it's Ed Wood oriented. It's very... It's just... it's They shoot and they go. Like, this movie is low budget, obviously. It's very, you know, it's that 50s bad movie aesthetic where everybody sits and talks about things that happen off screen that we never get to see. Yeah. And it's the aftermath, and it's always, like, in question because you said there was a monster here? I just don't see it. I don't. Where's the doctor? Well, the doctor left to go to a conference in the middle of the night with another doctor. Yeah. So we have to wait until they get to the hotel to call the hotel that they're going to be at in four hours. Let's talk so about that, that for five minutes. That that magical plot yeah. point of the movie. That doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't it matter. It does not go anywhere because he's dead because the blob ate him. And the nurse who was off duty. She came, came in to back, die. She came back because the doctor called her in because he wanted to trick the blob to shoot it with a shotgun. And it didn't quite work out. No. It's the slowest death scene ever. And she's brutally murdered by a gelatinous blob. And raped. And raped. Pretty sure he and slipped I, in there. Oh, absolutely. It gets everywhere. Yeah. That, that blob oh, speaking of, it gets everywhere. Does this, does this shot not look like the uh, the contrast of Ghostbusters 2016? <laughs> it does a little bit. The now, this is a colorized are... version, right? Because the blob was originally a black and white movie, correct? No, it's because like it, it part of the song and part of it is it's red. Really? I, I always felt like this was black and white. They I thought so color. too. 
But here I am watching it. I can't it. remember. Well, I, well, because our version's the, the colored version. So don't say that word. The colored version. <laughs> no, I think this is just it. I, I can't remember. I feel like it was black and white. I, I don't remember. I, I don't know. I, also I known as The Glob. The Glob. The original title was here, The Glob. I'll look this up. You look. You kind of go over the differences in the beginning between the two movies. Well, just the difference is, is there's no story. <laughs> I mean, what's nice about the 1980s, what, 86 blob? 88. 88? Oh, man. Uh, 88 blob is just, is, a, is a great example of script writing. I mean, I think it should be in class, taught in script writing classes. You have a wonderful setup and payoff that all comes into play in the movie. And, um, of course, it's written by Darabout and directed by, um, oh, God, what's his partner at the time? What was his name? Filmed in uh, Color. Uh, Chuck Russell, Chuck Chuck Russell, and then um, uh, Frank Darabout wrote it, and then uh, oh wow, uh, a woman wrote the original screenplay with Theodore Simonson, Kay Lin Linacker. You should see her picture. Holy shit, that's amazing. She was born 1913, died 2008. She is known for The Blob and being one of Frankenstein's uh, wives. Well, she's wrote six things. The Blob is on here twice because, you know, the Remake. sequel. But she wrote Lux Video Theater, United Steel Hour, The Blob, River Boat, which was a TV show, Bronco, television show, and then The Blob, 1988, earlier screenplay as Kate Phillips. She wrote the original, she's in the original War Dogs. She's in the original War Dogs. She stopped acting in 1945. That is her last acting credit. Was she looks like Dr. Frankenstein made her. She does, but I will. T this will give you perspective. Her last, her last credit is "Bring in the Girls," nineteen forty-five, uncredited. Nineteen forty-four, uncredited. Nineteen forty-four, uncredited. Nineteen forty-four, uncredited. And then "Men on Her Mind," nineteen forty-four. Eloise Palmer. All right. And then she's she's done everything. The first work she ever got was. 1936, The Murder of Dr. Harrigan. That was her first role as an actor. But it's going Can you back. Imagine that. Going off what you're saying about teaching this script writing in film school, because it does, it is a nice setup. Like everything they set up is paid off later, like the zipper we talked about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of shit set up. The yes. beginning of the movies kind of follows the same trajectory. It's just that the remake has a lot more going on. Yes. And characters who actually act like human beings. Because it's like they're cardboard cutouts in the original. It's like, I right. I am the bully slash your friend. What's race? And it's like, are they friends not or even, not? Yeah they're, yeah, they're friends. Because at first you're like, oh, they must be enemies. And then they're helping each other out. It's yeah. like, how are we going to stop this thing, Jimmy? He gets them to go door to door to warn everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I say, they're, they're, the whole town comes together. And they're all, they're all mad at this kid at the beginning. They're like, oh, he's a truant. He's a truant. And then, yeah. ah, with the blob, we have to save the, we have to save the town. God damn it. I remember watching the blob as a kid a lot. And I always I thought it was the original. Yeah. And it turns out it was just the remake. And I've seen it's the original. Because <laughs> it was, I always remember the giant blob coming down and all the right. soldiers. And I'm like, all right, that's the blob. And I watched the original again. And I'm like, this, oh, this, this is, is not it. This is the the glob. This like, is the blob. It takes over a little like diner, and then they yep. freeze it from the they inside. Freeze it out, and that's, that's how it, it ends. That's how it ends. And I'm like, that's oh, that's, that's yeah. 
But then you see the Frank Darabont written one. It's this massive thing, and like the, you get to see the bodies inside of it. It's really cool looking. So here's a, here's a little tidbit. In an attempt to profit from Steve McQueen's success of the Towering Inferno in 1974, this film was re-released in various countries during the mid-70s, falsely promoting it as an Irwin Allen-style disaster movie. <laughs> talk, about, you, oh, talk about getting getting your money's worth out of a project. That's amazing. Can you imagine going to see if you thought it was like the Towering Inferno or Poseidon Adventure and you see this? Oh, yeah, but if you were a foreigner, you'd be too stupid to know the difference. Anyway, like, ah, oh, Steve McQueen, good job, blob, oh, scary. He's 46. He's 47 years old playing a teenager. <laughs> now, they still do a, um, a, like, a festival in Philadelphia where this was shot, or, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, uh, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Got my own hill. There you go. Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. That's where they shot the, the theater at. And I guess every year they have a blob festival where it's like a big, like kind of like a, a con surrounding the theater, like on the street. Like it's like, a, it's just like a small town out of nowhere. And they have like vendors up and they have like food and you can buy shit. It's like, it's like a con. It's like, you know, you buy shit and, and you go and it culminates at the end. Everybody goes to the theater and they run out. And that's the end of the that's the end of the show. Yeah, I figure this is where this. you're heading. Yep. <clears throat> I love the last guy out of this theater here is having a ball. Oh, he loves it. He's, it's They're all like, screaming just, and watch this last it's guy. Fantastic. Yeah. He's Woo! bored. He's happy. Well, watch this. He blew it. It cuts back. Oh, somebody. Oh, that chick fell. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Holy shit! They're all laughing, rock. but this last guy is just. Oh, come on, don't get all fuzzy. Look at him. <laughs> He did it twice. I saw that guy twice. He's getting fuzzy there at the end, but in the main shot, he's the one that knocks down that chick. She's bent. <laughs> she fucking nails against that concrete. She's lucky she didn't pop her fucking eye out. Jesus Christ! The rest of the movie is really similar, where it's the they're trying to tell the adults what's going on. The adults don't believe him. Obviously, it's similar to a thousand movies from the fifties and eighties. Again, nineteen fifties, eighties. Yeah. And they follow the same trajectory for the most part. It's just that the 80s version has a lot more brutality with the blob. Like, you see rotting bodies. Oh, the, the 80s is, is, is takes it takes full uh, extent of that R rating and really pushes it, and it's just fantastic. Like The, the new blob, I mean, I never saw like, – I, I only saw the blob 17. recently. Yeah, 17 years old. <laughs> Uh, he has gray he has, hair. He has gray hair and and uh, he has liver spots. And <laughs> he's he, oh, by the way, uh, during this movie he smoked like two packs a day, so uh, you don't see him smoke. But I guess they said in one shot you can see smoke around him, and, and there's no reason for smoke to be. Around That's why him. I paused it right here. Smoking, yeah. Is, might, this the, is this the part? I was like, I don't know if it's this exact shot, but I was like, why is there smoke all around him? That's he had a cigarette lit underneath his under frame here. Because it's just the two, him and her, and they're outside the garage. And he's was was like, not happy. He he was not happy to make this move. I can tell you that much. I don't know if you'll see it, but I have it muted. But, My dick's on fire. Why don't you put it out? But if you look closely, you'll see smoke billowing over his shoulder here. But I also now, paused Grant it here because I want to show the tight ass fit they have to do in this garage. <laughs> look at this. Oh my God! How do you get in the car? <laughs> Luckily, oh, it's convertible. It's a convertible. That's why. That's ridiculous. Look at that. 
There's not an inch to spare on either side. This you is have just... to get in the car through the through the window. There's yeah, see it's climbing through here. But look what at this. garage has a window? <laughs> I don't know. This one because you have to get Biff Tanner's garage. Biff... Oh, I I have your car uh, towed all this way, and all you have for me is light beer. So I guess Steve McQueen was offered two thousand five hundred dollars, or he could have gotten ten percent of the film's profits. He took the two thousand five hundred because the film wasn't expected to make much, according to producer Jack H. Harris. When being interviewed, he said the film ultimately grossed four million dollars. So Steve McQueen would have gotten four hundred thousand dollars as opposed to twenty five hundred for this. Fool. If he just if he, but then again. Four million dollar gross after how long? I mean, you know, you gotta eat, right? Twenty five hundred dollars to pay for a lot of groceries in the mint, a lot of cigarettes. Oh yeah, twenty five at ten cents a pack. It's a lot of cigarettes. Oh yeah, <clears throat> in those days, back in the day. And I guess um, Steve McQueen was not didn't like this movie. Apparently, like this was kind of like a black mark on his career. He did not like being mentioned with it for years. But then in his home, when he died, they found that he had a blob poster in his house. So there had to have been some kind of, he must have gotten over it later in life and just said, you know what, I, I was too hard on that movie. Well, he was a but simple we'll, teenage boy here. <laughs> simple like, teenage boy at 17. Yeah. He makes mistakes. Like, yeah, I get it. You know, eight years later when he's in his early 50s, it's different. Things change, you know. But the Kevin Dillon in the in the remake is yes. is his character, and his outside of his hair being the most eighties thing ever, he's really good in the movie. Yeah, and Steve McQueen is good in that. I think Steve McQueen is actually really charming yeah. in this movie. Except when like, he gets pulled he, over, he's creepy as shit. Well, he's playing that part of like, "Oh, he caught me, but I wasn't doing anything." Like, I think he's pretending to be a kid. But he hasn't been a kid in 40 years. So he, he keeps remember. biting his hand at the end. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. What are you doing? He's, I think he's trying, he's like laughing at the situation maybe. And he's trying to like just stick it to character. And he didn't realize the camera was on him. It's a little bizarre. Um, fast forwarding through the remake here. Just kind of looking for, oh, here's, here's a nice crotch shot of Kevin Dillon. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, look at that. There you go, Gary. And also you got the guy from uh, ER. And Jeffrey right DeMond. Who gets killed by a falling helicopter, I think. Or no, he was in Robocop as well, and he dies uh, with Toxic Sludge getting around yeah, yeah. the car. Fantastic he's the Toxic Sludge character. guy who I always think is, uh, he, he's in a lot of stuff. He's bald now, and he's put on muscle. I don't know if you've seen him recently, but he also looks a lot like Flea from Red Chili Peppers. So apparently, yeah, I was going to say he doesn't look like Flea. Um, so according to producer, the director initially met Steve McQueen when the actor's wife, Nellie Adams, was appearing in a short religious film that they were making. According to Harris, Ureth found McQueen to be a dirty jerk, an opinionated pain in the ass. I got to say, I thought that and, J word you're going to say was going to be something else. No, he wasn't. He's not a Jew. <laughs> no, uh, she found him to be that, though. He's a Catholic, I think. Uh, no, um, um, but I guess um, they're going to sign her into the lead for the Blob, 
but I guess they ended up seeing McQu McQueen. They knew he was good, and he fell. Oh, so McQueen, Ben Gazar was doing a play, and Ben Gazar was going to be in this movie, and I guess he filled in for Ben Gazar because he got sick. So they said, "Well, shit, this this Steve McQueen's pretty good. Let's hire him." So they gave him a three picture deal. Apparently, hey, only Putin didn't find girls with us. <laughs> I don't believe that Putin can get whatever he wants. That guy, have you seen him topless on a horse? Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. The man can go invade, into the sea and pull out invade treasures. Invade my Ukraine. But, um, he can be putting in me all day. <laughs> that's right. Take right. me out to the ball. So Steve McQueen kind of fell into this movie. So Steve McQueen fell into this movie, but also they signed him for three pictures. And then at the last minute, he was such a pain in the ass to work with. They said, you know what, fuck it. We'll release you of the picture, and we don't want you in these other movies. And they said later they regret it because those movies no one even heard of. Let's say one of them was called Dinosaurus. 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 1960 and 4d man yeah 1959 4d's on the man 4d's on the man sweet so this and this, of course you know i just want to show the cook die oh it's fantastic okay. i remember seeing this commercial as a kid when this movie was in theaters and i was like what the fuck was that i gotta see yeah. it i never did It takes her a while to drop the the plates. I was watching it well, like, she, yeah. She's like, now processing. It's sorry. It's really choppy. This video. I have another scene here I can play from this movie. It's a bomb. He's got a bomb. All right. That's right. That's her. She's, this is probably where I developed the crush. Oh, absolutely. She's so yeah. she's cutie in this one. But she's a woman in Becker. She's a woman. She's a woman in Becker. She's all woman in Becker. This in uh, The Stand and Armageddon, yeah, her five-second scene. Stand. Yeah, her five seconds in Armageddon. Which, but I was like, yeah. oh, that was that was like prime teenage years, you know? And I was like, oh, who was that? <laughs> like, mm. I didn't realize it was the and same person I already knew. And you, you and you were looking at Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Who is Who's that, that beautiful creature? And Who's that monster? Wow. Who's actually one of the, the greatest television directors of all time? <laughs> Steve Buscemi. I mean, honestly, I, I would put him as one of the greatest TV directors of all time. Damn, these are just flowing in. Look at all these. Yeah, that's great. Are you guys watching the show? No! You're just... You're blob bots. You're blob <laughs> bots. Nobody cares. Uh, Go to hell, blob bots. I love blob bots, though. They're not giving us anything. We're, we're not getting any money out of this. We deal. got one view. And I think it's not them. It's got to be. Think, if they're commenting, it's got to be. It's stupid Frank. He's doing this. He's the he's the porno guy. Um, he, that's his side job. He's doing Russian porno stuff. I was wa I was watching it at this the the eighty eight version, and I'm and keeping in mind I knew that Frank Darabont wrote it, and I'm like, do you? I, I was noticing some lines, and I'm like, I feel like he wanted to do the stand. Mm. I just noticed some lines that came up that were pulled from the stand, or I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, and it, there's a bunch of them later on. I, I can't I, again. I'm not all the way with it, but right now, but there were some, and I was like, I, I would believe it. Yeah, I would. I would love to see. Even now, I would love to see his version of the stand. Oh, absolutely. Give That'd him all the time and money, and whoever he wants. Um, no, 
Maybe that's why he, you know, accepted The Walking Dead. He's like, as close as I'm going to get. Well, no, he liked The Walking Dead. That's why I know, he, did but... it. He, was a big, he was a big fan of The Walking Dead. But then they fired him and he sued him, and that's a whole other story. Works out. We got to get in. I think that would be a great HID episode, that whole trial. I need to find, like, the transcripts oh, and his yeah. his his testimony because he's hilarious because he was dealing with idiots and he was just like you know what he's to a point in his career where he doesn't want to suffer fools yeah so he like just point blank says are you retarded like he just <laughs> goes nuts and like they said it was so toxic but it's like dude this is the guy that did shawshank redemption you do what he says like you don't like question frank darabont and like try to give him the runaround of like oh, i don't know what happened Especially on a show that was probably getting you were some PA getting paid a bunch of money to do it. I'd love to see Christian Bale and Frank Darabont go at each other. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to do that. Watch you off the fucking set. It's totally unprofessional, man. You know what I mean? I die professionally. <laughs> I also I, I liked in the in the remake how the teenagers aren't the ones trying to get everyone to believe them. They right. are at the beginning, but then all of a sudden the military is ahead of the curve. Right, because well, it, it, it ends up being a military experiment. Yeah. It's not an alien. That's the big the difference. An alien. The bigger, this was created in a lab. This was COVID in the Yuhan province, and they let it out. They released it, and it killed an old homeless guy. And then it kills a bunch of other people who you think are going to be in the movie for the whole time. They get killed right away, which is a wonderful um of subversion of expectation when you have a main character show up in the first 10 minutes and he dies Jeffrey immediately. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the, the boyfriend, the boyfriend character. Who oh yeah. Yeah. First, the first 20 minutes of the movie, we're following him and her. Yeah. I, Kevin Dillon's kind of a side character for a minute. I did write down one of my notes and I forgot to mention it was, I like that. She goes out on a date with that guy. He gets killed. Yeah. And then she just goes yeah. on a date with Kevin Dillon on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's just dating him now. Well, she it's a, she's in a horrible, horrible PSD. She saw her boyfriend be essentially absorbed into a gelatinous blob of mush in a horrible way to die. I have some... So here's the military, and they're all doing their science stuff, but I, I also have a note about the weird building of shields that the homeless guy hangs out outside when he first gets attacked. Well, you know, it's cold. No, it's like this crazy ass building i want to find it now do you get the do you get the vibe that this is a um a ski town and like for the winter they're open and like the winter is their their crazy months but this is like the downturns of the fall before snow comes to town they said that's it, what it is they said yeah, it but i didn't yeah not really important it's not but it's interesting because like it shows you how isolated they are it's almost like jaws it's like you could say it's it's a takeaway from jaws because Jaws is the Amityville means friendship, and you say blob, you have panic on your hands on the the fourth of November. You got a panic. There's a creepy rape scene in the first blob, the Steve McQueen blob. No, this the remake. Oh, that's right. right yeah, All right, I found the girl. building. It's like a Game of yeah. Thrones set. Oh yeah, look at that! Fantastic, a hubcaps, got a chimney. Oh, fuck, he's living the life. He's got a better house than most people. <laughs> but he's outside. <laughs> like, well, sure, happening? well, he's, he's an outdoorsman. What are you going to do? But at one point, the girl passes out, and the guy's just like, oh, what if I... Right, yeah, it was in he... here. Oh! Yeah. Blob, blob eats him. Blob titties. Blob Gets titties. every time. 
that's the same thing that happened to Tommy Lee with Pamela Anderson. Blob titties. That's why he has hepatitis C. And so does she. I don't really care about the rest of my notes. I don't think. Uh, well, no, I mean, they're two very different movies. Like, uh, what was the first? Because you said you saw The Blob growing up. Yeah. Like, I never watched The Blob, either of them. I've never watched them until oh, I was really? late, late in life. Yeah, I, I didn't watch The Blob remake until recently when I bought it. Because I knew I'd like huh. it. Because I had heard everything. Like, everybody said, oh, it's great. You got to watch it. So, yeah, I'm going to get it one of these days. And Shout Factory or, or Arrow had it. Had I think Shout Factory had a special edition come out. And I bought it. And I watched it. And it was great. It's a great movie. Um, the Blob, the original... I knew about it forever, just never watched it because it's just like, eh. But I'm finding myself now just watching older movies because everything new sucks. Like I can't like new movies are just terrible. They're not worth watching. So I'm I'm happy. I'm totally happy just like going down Amazon and HBO Max watching older movies. Yeah, like from the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. And just like they're better. Even the ones I like, want to watch now, I watch like Nightmare Alley. I totally yeah. watched, and I'm like, I liked yeah. a lot about that movie, and I did like the movie, but I'm like, right. I, I didn't right. need to watch it. Like, no, yeah, well, I I liked it more than you, but yeah, no, I I, I see where you're coming from. But like movies like on Netflix, like you mean? Oh, I'm all like those. Red Red Notice and like Army of the Dead and all these like these streaming movies are garbage. I will never like, watch just, Army of the well, Dead. I, well, I've never seen any of them. I I, I refuse. They look terrible. Now they have a sequel. the Adam Project. They have a sequel to Army of the Dead. You see that? Yeah, it's not even it's not even a zombie movie. No, it's, it's bo- just before. Guy's... So like a prequel. Well, yeah, but, but it's like why? It's a bank heist movie. Isn't Army of the Dead a bank heist movie too? Yeah, but it's the zombie bank heist movie in uh, Vegas. Uh, uh. So yeah, it's like they're not connected at all, but like tangentially with a bank robbery. And like why? And I'm not gonna watch it because it's like two and it's like two hours and forty five minutes long. Oh, Zack Snyder like, nonsense. Why? Zack Snyder, stop. All right. He's a madman. He's to be stopped like the blob. Uh, I think we're done. I can't talk that long. Yeah. And that's fine. There's a lot that's of differences, and at. all of them favor, except for the theme song. Yes. And I, I do appreciate the old movie. I know I was making fun of it earlier, but I, I really do appreciate it. I, I it's, enjoy guys, it's charming. It's a I charming give that one a six. I'll give it a seven. Great. I, yeah. I, I enjoy it. It was, it was a lot of fun, and I was just like, you know what? This is a fun throwback 50s movie. It's, no one ever thought anything of it. It was fun. Steve McQueen got a lot of charisma. I can see why he was a movie star. He's very good. You know, he's got he's got that it factor. He's great. He creeps me out in that movie. He does. Oh, that's what I like about him. Yeah. Well, the remake, yeah. I'm giving a seven. Oh, the remake, you give an eight. Solid. Yeah, just, yeah I love just it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. But uh, clearly it wins. It's not even close. Yeah, of, co- of course. Yes. Blob 88 wins. I will say, as as a horror movie, I think it's underappreciated. Yes, I think people think about it mostly as like the cheesy monster movie, but it's right, like as it's a horror not. movie itself, when yeah. they, when it's killing things, it is brutal. Oh, it's a brutal movie. Yeah, it's brutal. There's a lot of brutal stuff in there. When the 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 first boyfriend dies and he's like, Aah! and he's screaming yeah. for help, and you can't yeah. really hear him. It's yeah, it's it's rough. It's, it's gnarly. Really, it's well done. Yeah, and they kill a twelve year old kid in it violently it's like a it's like a brief violent brief horrible image but it's it's pretty bad i'm always for that but it's got balls it's a horror movie with balls and you just don't make those anymore. balls and blobs they just don't do it anymore the, the, the movie world is shite all right the next episode on b movie battle is going to be in two weeks One, what? two weeks the family man versus trespass nick cage cast. oh 
Good God. Okay. It's two movies sure. where he plays a family man. Sure, why not? So we got a Brett Ratner movie. Oh. And a Joel Schumacher movie. Oh. Well, okay. No, it's not Joel Schumacher at his finest. It's Joel, Mo- Joel Schumacher giving up. It's Joel Schumacher putting the coffin, the nail in his coffin. All right. So, congratulations, 88 Blob. I don't hey, know. Hey, all this, right. I Who guess it's the verses. Who could have imagined? Here, Here we'll, we'll give you uh you get a prize? You, what are we doing? We're going to send uh, Frank Darabout this bag of sun chips. There we go. His, his uh, award. There we go. A half-eaten bag of sun chips. I, I don't have the energy right now to just end the show, so I'll just, I'll just click on end. Goodbye, guys. Bye. The blob. The blob.